Well, praise God. Um, I'm going to share with you for just a few moments tonight. And then um, uh, Brother Jerry and Sister Tara are going to end out, end out the night with a prophetic word the Lord gave them. And so I'm going to take a few minutes tonight and kind of piggyback on uh, our tag team, however you want to say it, on what Pastor Jerry has been sharing with us on Sunday morning. Aren't you enjoying having Pastor Jerry back? We're enjoying having him and Sister Elaine here. And he's been ministering on Sunday mornings. He's in a series on an encountering God. And right now what he's talking about is how we come close to God, how we come close to God and the importance of coming uh, close to God. But what he's talking about right now is how we come close to God. And I've got just a few minutes tonight. And what I want to talk about for just a few minutes is why we come close to God. Why is it that we would want to come close to God? Do you know that from the very, very beginning of this thing, When God created man and woman, the first two, from the very beginning, he desired relationship. He didn't desire denominations and he didn't desire buildings and he didn't desire boards and all of those things. What he desired was a people that he could love and they would love him back and he could be in relationship with them. And so in the very beginning, in Genesis chapter 3, we see that what, what the father did is the father would come every day and he would provide an opportunity for Adam and Eve to come and to walk with him. Does anybody besides me think that is unbelievably amazing? That the creator of the entire universe, the creator of the cosmos, the one that hung every star in place, created every planet, everything that is what he wanted most of all was to be able to walk with you and I, and to talk with you and I, he desired to be with us. And so from the beginning of time, what the father wanted was he wanted us to come and to be with him. And he created us with a free will and he gave us the option of whether or not we wanted to come and to be with him. And many people don't take the invitation. When Jesus said in Revelation chapter three, behold, I stand at the door and knock. What he says is that the father is a gentleman and he comes and he makes himself available just like he did to Adam and Eve in the garden. But it was their opportunity. It was their responsibility. It was their choice whether or not they wanted to receive the invitation from the father and come and to walk with him and to talk with him and to spend time with him. But Jesus says to us, I stand at the door and knock my invitation. I am here. He says, if you will open the door, I will come in to you. And the scripture pastor used on Sunday was uh, the one out of James that we're familiar with. But it's this. It says, uh, Jesus says, or the father says that if we draw nigh to him or if we come close to him, then he will come close to us. Aren't you thankful that we serve a, a living God? who is a loving father who desires most of all that he would be in relationship with us and that we would be able to love him back and he would know us by name and we could know him by name. So uh, from the very beginning, we can see in Genesis chapter three that our opposition and our enemy uh, tried to thwart that from the very beginning because the enemy knows what's available to us 
when we come into the presence of our good, good Father. And from the beginning, He has worked to do everything that He could to keep us from responding to the invitation that we have from our Father God to come and to be with Him. He wants to keep us from the presence of the Father because He knows what's available to us when we walk with Him and we talk with Him. The Scripture tells us in the book of Acts, uh, chapter 17, verse 28, that it's in Him that we live, it's in Him that we move, and it's in Him that we have our very being. So the reason that the enemy doesn't want us to come close to the Father is because He knows that everything that we need will be found when we come close to the Father. Because it's in the Father that we live. It's in Him that we have our movement. It's in Him that we even exist. And so I just want to talk, I'm going to throw out real quickly four reasons why we would want to come to the Father. Do you know that having the opportunity to come close to the Father is not an obligation? It is an invitation. How many of you know it's not an obligation to hear the call of the Father and to come to spend time in His presence? I want to talk for just a couple of minutes about what is our motivation. When we hear that we need to come close to God, that when we we need to come close to Him, what is it that that stirs up on the inside of us? Is that a... Thoughts of, oh no, I've, I've got to do more. Uh, I've got all these obligations that I've got to fulfill if I'm going to be able to come close to God. Or do you, when you, when you hear and when, we, when you're reminded of the fact that you and I have a, a standing invitation on a moment by moment basis. God, and it's not the condemnation of God, and it's not the obligation of God that draws us to Him. What draws us to God is His goodness and His love. And if we truly know Him in that way, and we see Him in that way, and we understand what it means to our lives and to those around us when we take the time to draw close to Him, how many of you know it won't be long till we're running into His presence? When you think about getting in the Word, or you think about gathering together with other believers in a church setting, or you think about seasons of prayer, or going into the secret place, is it an obligation to you? Or is it a response to an invitation? Because all of those things, all they are, are avenues to closeness. How many of you know the Father has given us many avenues to come close to Him? And we come close to Him through His Word. We come close to Him through communion. We come close to Him through fasting. And we have come close to Him communicating with Him through prayer. How many of you know that tonight, by coming to the house of God, we're coming close to His presence? So our motivation should be that we understand what's available to us when we love God enough to draw close to Him. Do you want to be a people that have a heart that desires to come close to the Father and that doesn't feel 
obligated to try to come close to the Father. How many of you know there's a difference? Okay, am I talking to church people or am I talking to real people? How many of you have ever felt like that the that the that the that that the word is is requiring too much of us and that many times the rules and the regulations of religion are burdensome and they are not life-giving. And many times when we hear that God is wanting us to do things, it feels like there's more weight on our back. But how many of you know the scripture says that Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And if you're feeling like tonight, the word that's going forth over the church that God wants us to come close to him is is a burden to you then we are not understanding what's available to us through that invitation because he's not inviting us to to uh to a to do a lot more things to jump over hurdles and through hoops what he's inviting us to is goodness what he's inviting us to is what we need and so let me real quickly Jump into this. If you have your notes, you can look at them. If not, I just I want to go through these pretty quick. Number one, Jesus is inviting us to come close to him so that we can receive from him. He wants us to come close to him so that we can receive from him. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. What he says there is, if you will come to me, there's something I want to give you. I'm not asking you to come here because I'm going to demand something from you. When you come close to me, I want to impart something to you. How many of you know that's the love of the Father? He says if you're weary and if you have burdens and you have things going on in your life, don't see the invitation to come close to the Father as a burden. Understand that when we respond and we come to Him, that there's things that He wants to give us and we can't receive them if we're not near Him. You ever tried to give anybody a gift and they were far away? It just doesn't work that way. If I, if I pulled one out, but I don't, and I said I have a $100 bill and I want to give it to the first person that I can give it to, I can't give it to anybody unless they're close enough to me to receive it from me. And so coming close to God is because he knows that if we will, if we will do it through the word or through prayer or through, uh, through coming together uh, in the church or fasting or communion or whatever, if we make the effort to come to him, he knows that he has what we need. Do you know tonight that Jesus has exactly what you need tonight? I don't know what you need and you don't know what I need, but I can tell you I need some stuff. Does anybody out there need something in your life? Do you need some peace? Do you need some hope? Do you need some joy? Do you need some provision? Do you need some direction? I don't know what you have need of tonight, but whatever it is, it can be found in his presence. And if we will come to him, then we will receive from him. Scripture says in Psalm 16, 11, it says, You will show me the path of life, for in your presence is fullness of joy, and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. How many of you know the 5,000 came close to Jesus 
and they were fed the living word and they were also fed physical food. How many of you know Zacchaeus came down out of the tree? He responded to the beckoning of Jesus. He made an effort and he came close and salvation was given to him that day. Do you want to be a people that no one understand that the invitation to come closer and closer to God is not an obligation, but it is a blessing because in his presence is everything that we need. Amen. Number two, Jesus says, come close so that you can be touched by me so that he can touch our lives. How many of you know that you and I can't be touched at a distance? We have to come close in order to be touched. The scripture says, and behold, two blind men were sitting by the road. And when they heard that Jesus was passing by, cried out saying, have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. How many of you know Jesus was passing by? But they had an opportunity. You know what they had? They had a desire and they had a determination to get close to Jesus. And you and I need to have a desire and a determination that we're going to get close to Z- get close to Jesus. And you know where we may need to be starting tonight? We may need to be asking God to give us the desire and the determination to want to draw near to him. But these guys were in need. They needed a touch in their life. And so they began to cry out. They didn't know exactly where he was at, but they knew he was somewhere around. And they wanted to him, so they began to cry out. And Jesus stopped, and what he did was he invited them over. He began to call them over, the scripture says. And he said, what do you want me to do for you? What an amazing response. Do you really believe that God is good enough to have that kind of response? Or do we believe what the enemy would say is that when we come close to God, God's going to have all these demands for us? What we see here in this passage of scripture... That Jesus is showing when we come close to him, he's going to ask to do for you effort to cry out to the Lord with desire and determination and just say, God, I don't have it all figured out. I don't know all the steps on how to do it. And I may not be doing it all right, but God, I just know that I need a touch from you. Stephen, come on up. I need a touch from you. And and what he did was he began to call them to himself. And then he said, what do you want me to do for you? And so Jesus had compassion and he touched their eyes and immediately their eyes received a sight. Let me ask you tonight, what in your life, in your marriage, in your family, in your finances, deep down on the inside of your heart, What's broken? What's blind? What's not fixed? What's lacking? See, the invitation to come and to walk with Jesus is so amazing. Desire and determination. And we begin to cry out and say, Jesus, I fill my life with so many other things. And You ever... 
been getting ready for a Thanksgiving meal and all this preparations going on for the all this wonderful amount of food that's going to be put out there. And you've been snacking all morning and you fill up on all the junk before the main meal is served and you're not hungry. Many times that's what happens to us in life. We fill up on junk food. We fill up on all the other things that this life has to offer. And many times they're not bad in and of themselves, but we fill up on sports for me or TV or news or social media or are all the things that have to be done like Martha, right? And in and of themselves, those things aren't bad. But when we put all of them into our lives, it leaves no room for the main thing. And when we don't have room for the main thing, we don't have a desire for the main thing. And if you don't have a desire for the main thing tonight, if you don't have a desire, you know, when other people start talking about going to prayer meeting or they, other people start talking about, you know, getting involved in a small group or spending time in prayer. And, and to you, you don't tell anybody else, but to you on the inside, that's just not clicking. You know, you love God, but you just don't have that hunger on the inside. It's okay. We start where we are. He doesn't demand from us what we don't have. He will give us what we need. So tonight might be the night that we just need to start saying, God, fill me with a hunger for you. I'm not going to say that I'm going to quit X, Y, and Z, and I'm going to do better, and I'm going to do all these things, and and I'm going to jump through. No. God, I'm just going to make space, and I'm just going to say, God, begin to give me a desire. God, begin to give me a hunger. God, fill me with, by your Holy Spirit, the determination that I'm going to begin to eat less of all the other stuff that doesn't satisfy, that doesn't fulfill, that doesn't change things. But I'm going to begin to come close to you. Listen, this kind of goes against our religious thinking, but when we come close to him, listen, what he's saying to you tonight is this. In this moment, this is a holy moment. What he's saying to you tonight is this, is what would you have me do for you? You want desire? Ask me, I'll give you desire. You want hunger? I'll give you hunger. You want freedom in your life? I'll give you freedom. I'll touch you. Just come close. I have gifts for you, but you can't receive them when you're far away. I've got three minutes and I'm going to give you two points. Number three, he says, come close to me because if you come close to me, then you can hear my voice. I have to get in the room with my wife and my family to be able to hear. (laughs) The closer I am, if I'm in the other room, I can hear, but I don't really hear. Do you know what I'm talking about? And we can be around the presence of God We can be around church and we can still be far from his voice. But he wants us to come close because when we come close, his voice becomes clearer to us. Scripture says that we can't live by bread alone. Boy, I tried a bunch of times, right? I love to eat. But we can eat a lot of physical food and we can be full and still be very empty. Because the things that we really need come through His Word. His Word. His spoken Word. His written Word. 
And he said that we can't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of his mouth. He has a living word for you. No matter who you are, no matter how old, how young, no matter what color you are, male, female, no matter how bad you, you're in a mess or how good you've been living, he has a better word for you, a life-changing word, a life-giving word, a transformative word, a comforting word, a word of direction, maybe even a word of correction, a loving word of correction that can save me from something that I didn't see coming on a path that I shouldn't be walking. That's a good father. But unless I get close, I can't hear his voice. And then fourthly, Jesus wants us to come close because when we come close, we can see his face. You ever been in a concert or a, a ball game? My son, uh, one of my sons bought me tickets to a Razorback game coming up in a couple of weeks. And when he was buying, we were looking at tickets and we were looking at uh, what we really couldn't afford and uh, what we could afford, you know what I'm saying? And what we could afford, we're taking our telescope with us. That's a joke. So we can see what's happening down on the field. How many of you know you can be in this, you can be at the game, but not see what's going on on the face? You ever been at a concert and been way up high and you look out there and you can't see, the, you can't make it out. So we're missing out. You can't see in the eyes. You can't, you can't see the emotion. You can't see the face. The scripture says that Moses went into the tent of meeting. He drew close to the father. And it says that the father talked to Moses like a friend talks to a friend. Face to face. God wants us to come close, not to burden us down and not to oblige us to a whole bunch of hardship. He wants us to come close because he wants to talk to us face to face. Can you close your eyes and open your hands? I'm going to close right here with prayer. In this season of invitation of God inviting us to come close, I feel like the word that I was supposed to deliver tonight and I pray by the Holy Spirit, it, it drops into your heart. It's invitation is not obligation. God is not a God of heavy and hard and works. He's a God of what do you want me to do for you? What do you want God to do for you tonight? Do you need to receive? Do you need to be touched? Do you need a word from him? Do you just need him as a friend? He's all that. It's all available for you and I tonight. So just tell him right here in our clothes. Just tell him before I turn it over to Terry and Jerry right here. Just tell him right now, God, I hear your invitation. And God, I know it's not an obligation. It's a joy. God, I can't wait. I want to draw closer to you. Give me hunger. Give me desire. Give me determination, God. face. I want to hear your voice. In Jesus' name we pray.